going on, everybody? It's time for Plain and Simple. I'm your host, Logan Lewis, joined by my other host, Theron Sapp. Theron, we're doing it. We're doing it, man. We're doing the podcast, dude. This came about so fast. Yeah, like a couple days ago. Yeah, I, I've wanted to do this for a while. This plain and simple, not the name plain and simple, because that, that was you. That was all credit to you. You came <laughs> up with that name. And uh, it was one of those situations where you're like, yeah, that's all it is, plain and simple. And then yeah, I think the next text you sent was like, oh, wait, that's the name right there, plain and simple. Yeah, I think the first one I suggested was what you got. And then I, when I was explaining my thought process behind what you got, I was like, it's just plain and simple. And I was like, oh, wait. That's it. That's it. So whenever we like, if, if, if we get to the point where we have like listener questions pouring in and someone's like, give me the hard truth, you're like, listen. This is what you got to do. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. It's the perfect little title to drop into casual conversation. Oh, yeah, it is. And when you tell people about it, what's it called? Plain and simple. That's it. That's it. That's all it's it is. so easy to memorize. And there's, believe it or not, there's not many podcasts out there that have that name. Because, you know, there's hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. So when I search for a name, I don't get like butthurt if there's like two or three that are named the same thing but if there's like 12 or 15 or 20 then i'm like okay maybe i should consider something different like i think one of them i considered was like got mail or something kind of like a mailbag situation Mm -hmm. and i looked it up and there was like 50 to 100 like got mails i was like eh, maybe leave the word mail out of it but you want to have something that's like you know you're scrolling by and you see it and stands out yeah which i'm new to the whole podcast game anyways you are so I'm brand new. And I got to be vulnerable for a second. The very first time I heard you say that you did podcasts, I was like, gosh, I hope he, I hope he asked me one day to be on really? this podcast. I'm not even kidding. Really? Uh, you At one point you were talking to Allie too. And you were like, have you ever considered like being on a podcast? And I was like, oh, he might ask her to be on a podcast. I hope he asked me one time. <laughs> but- <laughs> Which is funny you say that because um, at one point I did want to interview you because I know you have a lot of siblings and I know, I know that dynamic is really interesting and you grew up, you're, you know, your dad a preacher. Mm-hmm. So I, I really wanted to kind of get all that perspective and that's on that other podcast, that The Exchange. Um, but at one point I was considering this mailbag type podcast to be hosted by girls. Yeah. So I was going to ask maybe like Miranda and Allie or Catherine or, or a combination of the three to do it um, just because they all have such similar but also different personalities that it would be a fun clash if if they disagreed or whatever yeah so but then i was thinking about co-hosts and i was like man so that day i shot it your way i just was it was like a shot in the dark i was like he's gonna say no he's gonna say he's busy he's gonna say you know this and that uh and you were like yeah let's do it i was like okay let's go we're doing it we're doing it so uh before we get into ourselves we'll tell you a little bit about ourselves in case you don't know um, follow us on Instagram. There's a podcast page dedicated to just this feed. Uh, it's at uh, plain and simple pod, plain and simple. Go hit that follow. Hit that follow button. Uh, you can follow us ourselves if you'd like to, if you're interested in our life after we give you advice about yours. Uh, <laughs> I'm Logan Lewis 96 and Theron, I believe. I'm just Theron underscore sap. Yeah. There's not too many Theron underscore Saps or Theron Saps in general. There's, or Therons. Or Therons. There's very low competition for that name. Yeah, I, I'd, never, I'd never met another Theron in my life. 
I've met people who have met a Theron before, but that's all. And and that everyone's just like I'm, I'm like a token or some so, you know something. That, hey, you're one of a kind. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if they had to do like, let's just say like one day you went off the deep end and you and you murked somebody, <laughs> and a witness was like, his name was Theron and he was missing a finger. I'd be like, uh, I, you'd be screwed, you know. And I've I've often now this could come across bad, but I have thought, you know, if I've ever caught on camera doing something, I'm going to be very easy to identify. Oh, yeah. Because they're just going to see a floppy index finger underneath a glove or just <laughs> no index finger under, you know, at all. Gonna, if and, you ever if you ever rob a bank, you're going to need to, like, put, like, a mechanical pencil or something in its place. A carrot. It's, it's a carrot. I thought it, I've thought it through. <laughs> I'm going to need a carrot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. So, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Plain and simple pod. Easy. Like uh, like Theron said, mash that subscribe button, but also mash the follow and subscribe button on Apple or Spotify. Whichever one you listen to, whichever platform is uh, suitable for you, uh, follow it on there. That's the easiest way to guarantee that the episodes will come straight to your phone every Wednesday, I think is the day that I, uh, I decided would be a good so. day. Right in the middle of the week, kind of be your antidote for the, for the middle of the week. They'll drop Wednesday mornings. Uh, and yeah, just join us. Shout out to Theron's brother, Zach. Zach for for doing the music there. Dude's so incredibly talented. He's the kind of he's the kind of talented that makes you upset. Yeah. You know, like there's certain people who have just a talent and you're like, "Man, it makes me so upset that he's just able to do that." Because he's the kind of guy like he'll listen to something one time. Yeah. And then just play it perfectly through. I went to one of his band's concerts one time and they asked for crowd favorites or whatever. And so they, everyone was yelling out a song and they picked one out. And Zach was like, I've never played this song before. Give me 30 seconds to listen to it. Oh my and he God. Just, just listened to a 30 second thing and was like, I got it. And they played the whole song. Well, so he's the kind of guy that like, if he was playing like a, like a brain teaser and it's like memorize this flashing light pattern like he'd be able to do it like no doubt i i yeah probably wow he's that's that's awesome that's yeah and the song bops it's really good oh it is um so shout out to him for allowing us to use that if one day he says screw you and says we can't use it we'll just pull from the archives from hit from his uh from his library because this guy's so much he does i'd love to go see his band play at some point you got to let me know next time they're doing something locally or something oh yeah and then we can go and they haven't support, played in a little while just because, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic mm-hmm. or I guess we're in the middle of the pandemic pandemic. But yeah, when they start playing again, I'll. Yeah. You got to yeah, let man. me know. I'd, I'd love to go out and meet the guy unless he was at. Was he at your birthday? He was. There was like six of your brothers there. So I did not know <laughs> who was who. Yeah. Zach was there. He was probably at the other end of the table, though. Yeah, he was. Yep. He was. I remember him not being at the table that I was at. Because yep. we had you guys. It was you. Catherine, Jordan, Miranda, yeah, and then my sister Hannah was right yes. in front of me. Yes, and she then was. The left side of the table was the rest of the Dude, hooligans. Those hooligans. Oh man, man, that was a fun night. It I was, don't know who was. that one dude's name was. Chris, I know yes. who you're talking about. That, that was I was Chris vibing Hughes. with, man. Yeah, man, man, that guy was that guy rocked. I need to see that guy again. Yeah, he's that kind of. Oh, he's a good friend. <laughs> he's a good friend. Good man. So before we get into the podcast and what we're here to do. Let's talk about ourselves a little bit. I'll let you go first. People might know me from listening to other stuff I've been on or following me, but like you said at the top, you're a newbie. So kind of give us a little autobiography of Theron Sapp. Well, as you've 
probably picked up from the last uh, however many minutes this has been going on. I have a lot of siblings. Um, I have 10 to be exact. I'm the second oldest. So I've got one older sister and she's like 371 days older than me. And I'm like 373 days older than Zach. And then it just kind of goes on down the line. Wow. Um, We like to refer to the two halves as like group one and group two, because there was like a period where my mom had five kids like consecutively. Yeah. There was one miscarriage between Micah and Josh. And that's why there's a year gap. So it's like, it wasn't, you know, anyway, then she quit having kids for like five years and then she had Mm. six more. So, Wow, phase one and phase two. Phase one and phase two. I mean, there was a period of time where people would be like, hey, Theron, is, is your mom having another baby? And I'd just be like, yeah, probably. Yeah, I would take the over. You know, if, you're, <laughs> if you've are if you got money down, yeah, I would definitely be betting definitely that, she's, bet that she's pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen it once, you know, and, and she's, yeah, there's a good chance. Um, preacher's kid uh, moved here, moved to Georgia when I was like seven or eight years old. Where'd you live before? Mississippi. I don't know if I knew that. I don't think so. Okay. It's, yeah. I think they call it the armpit of the South. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had no problems with Mississippi. I loved it. That was all I had. That's all I, all I knew for a little while. So, um, and then as they probably already picked up as well, I do not have an index finger. Um, <laughs> do you remember how you told us when we met you uh, what the story was? I think I've prefaced it with, you're never going to believe this. Yeah. Because that's how I preface every story I tell about my missing finger. Because of course. when you say that, the next thing out of your mouth automatically becomes believable. Yeah. Right? Nothing like, I think you said when we met you that you make up like a different, almost a different story each time. Like sometimes you say like, oh, like I was attacked by a wild boar or something and I right. got it. Or I was fishing and a baby gator, you know, bit, <laughs> snapped it right off. Snapped it right off or something. Yeah. It wanted the bass more than me. I just got something, you know, it's just something I usually go with like a rattlesnake type story mm-hmm. or a snapping turtle. It's more believable. Right. You know, yeah, rather than you sticking your arm in the, in the water and a gator biting your, your one finger, just the just one the finger. finger. Uh, a lot of people used to pitch me on the idea of a shark attack and I was like, there's no way I can sell a shark attack. No, I can't do it. How would that work? Like you point at the shark and it, right. And it just decides if I was, like, I'm going to take the one finger. If I was tussling with a shark, I'd be missing a lot more than just an index finger. Yeah. Um, but now I had cancer when I was 12 years old. It's a little bit more depressing. I think that's why I make up stories. And that's why, (laughs) sorry to cut you off. The initial reaction, like whatever you fake story is like really awesome. And they're like, oh my God, no way. And you're like, well, actually I had cancer. And they're like, oh yeah. It's like, they don't know if to be upset that it was cancer or to be upset for me that it was cancer. (laughs) It's just a giant letdown. (laughs) It's just, you know, it's just not, not a great, you know, it's good that you can be uh, lighthearted about it mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, cause cancer is seen as this like ultimate, like the basically Satan on earth is, is cancer. Right. And, and the fact that you can make light of it and, and joke about it and it shows a little bit about you that. Well, whenever you go through a period of life where all you're getting from people are, is like sympathy and mm-hmm. it's always kind of depressing you know, and just using that to kind of turn it around and be something that's positive or that, you know, we can have a laugh about. I just found was a lot more, you know, encouraging and better for my mental health. So I think that's kind of, I think that's where all the stories stemmed from because, you know, it's easy to have a laugh about it versus, you know, people like, oh, well, I'm so sorry you went through that. It's like, yeah, it's okay. 
you know, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. I'm still here. Still yeah, breathing. For real. Still living. Yeah, absolutely. Lucky yeah. that it was just an index finger. Yeah, absolutely. Praise God. I mean, yeah. and what's crazy too is that I almost feel, I mean, it's, it's tough because going through that stage, obviously I was 12 years old, so I was going through, you know, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta and, you know, I'm in the same room with some kids who have it a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Missing a whole leg. That or, you know, you know, they're just, things aren't looking real, real right. good for them. And, you know, I'm here and all, all I've got to do is get my finger chopped off and then get a couple of scans and I'm fine. So it's, you know, not to belittle, you know, anyone who's dealing with epithelial sarcoma because it has, you know, it has different consequences for different people, but just, you know, praising God that I'm more fortunate than I could have been. Um, so it's all you can do. It's all you can do, man. Absolutely. Turn into a bright spot. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're here doing a podcast yeah, with me. Plain and simple. It was. <laughs> we're going to milk that, man. Oh, yeah. That's why whenever yeah. we see each other, it's going to be like, like, hey, what? Like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. Can I get you anything from the bar? Uh, yeah, whiskey Coke. Plain and simple. And it's going to be like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, ah, yeah. Uh, I say uh, that to my brother all the time, too. I think that might have been where I came. Because whenever I shot that to you in a text, usually I'll say something to my brother and it'll be the most unplain and simple thing, like the yeah. most convoluted, complex thing. And I'll just follow it up with, Plain and simple. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just, but anyway. It's like when your math teacher teaches you long division for the first time, and he's just like, plain and simple, look at yeah, it. And, and, you're, just, and you as a, like, a, I don't know how old you are when you learn long division, but you're like 10, and you're like, uh. Excuse me. I think we have two different definitions of what yeah. plain and simple yeah. constitutes. <laughs> can you uh, can you repeat that yeah. the last 45 minutes? I want to need that one more time, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else about yourself that the people should know? Not that they should know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, just pretty straightforward, just going through life, man. Yeah, love it. Love that you're here. A um, little bit about myself, you guys don't know. Um, although, if you're listening to this, you might know just a tad about me. Um, live in Georgia, moved around a lot of as a kid, uh, where my dad was in commercial construction a lot, so uh, or still is in commercial construction, so we moved around a lot as kids. Moved to Georgia after we graduated high school in 2014, got here and started college, graduated college, yada, yada, yada. I only have two siblings, less exciting, (laughs) one that's 21 and one that's about to turn 19. And um, yeah, I love podcasting. I have like 12,000 other ones if you want to go follow them. Uh, This show is quote unquote brought to you by watchdog media. That's the podcasting venture that, that this is hosted under. It's just an umbrella for people who enjoy doing podcasting. And if they want a home to cross promote and link and build and all of the above, then now's here's the place watchdog media. So if you're interested in this show, if you like what you hear, go follow any of the other ones, not to plug myself. I hate that I just did that, but <laughs> go listen to the other ones if you'd like. And uh, there's something there for everyone. There's a sports, movies, dating. We got it all. But here we've got plain and simple. That's what we're here to do. Um, so the concept is, is that we're going to do our best to answer your questions, uh, whether it's your questions or questions that we scour the internet for, questions we have for each other. I thought about it'd be a cool episode to maybe next week, uh, maybe to get the people to know us more uh, as hosts, maybe we prepare a few questions for each other yeah. that we don't warn the other about, that we don't know about the other, like and kind of just talk about ourselves next week. But wanted to dive in this week 
to kind of show you what the overall flow would be. So me and Theron, Theron and I, me and Theron, Theron and I, thank you to my uh, educator in the background. That's right. Uh, shouts to Catherine. Um, but uh, we both prepared three questions that we scoured the internet for, and we're going to you know, bounce the questions off each other one-on-one, on, one on one, and each question, maybe talk about it for a few minutes, give advice to whoever needs it, and um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do that. So without further ado, I, you mind if I read my first one off? Go and for then it. We'll, we'll bounce off and forth. Okay, first question. This was found on Reddit. Most of mine are from Reddit. Um, however, I, we will be pulling from other sources. And eventually, if we get traction, we'll pull for some listeners. We'll get some people that we know. Maybe we'll set up like a Google form or something and have people go online and, and fill out questions, that, whether it's anonymous or, or whatever. Uh, but we'll, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so this first one's, uh, oh, and, and just overarching subject for this episode was on the top, the terms of friendship. Mm -hmm. So we kind of scoured the internet for friendship related questions, uh, because, uh, Theron and I are friends. That's right. That's why we're doing this. That's exactly why we're doing this. Yeah. Can you imagine if I was just like, I hate you want to do a podcast with me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll sit across from you for, you know, a little while. (laughs) I'll sit across from you for an hour a week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. So this one is titled, uh, friendship advice. And it says, me and my friend groups tend to rock in trios and sometimes one person is unavailable to hang out. So we just don't, or maybe sometimes I'd like to spend time with one person one-on-one, but then what about our other friend? It feels like if I spend time with one person from the trio together, rather than all three of us, I'm doing something wrong. What would you guys do in this situation? I want to talk to the guys about it soon. And I'd like some thoughts. That's a great question. It is a great question. That is a great question. Um, <clears throat> what, what are you thinking here, Theron? So I think that comes, and everybody's different, right? Because you got different personalities inside of each friend group, and people are have their own levels of sensitivity to you know certain actions. Um, but I think having an understanding. Of because we're every people are so quick to just assume people are okay with whatever they're okay with. You know, as an individual, I'm okay with this, this, and this. So, you know, they should be okay with this, this, and this as well, without actually communicating. Yeah, those feelings. And so I feel like, and you know, this is something too. Like, if you have a conversation with those individuals, like, hey, look, you know, what do you guys think about this? And just kind of pull the group. Or just a heads up in general. Because I don't think there's, you know, obviously you want to have, because it's not like, well, it could be the dynamic where those, you know, the trios or whatever are, you know, y'all share the same problems and y'all have similar experiences. So y'all like to weigh in and, and bounce things off of each other. But, you know, there's possibility within those trios that, you know, you can relate a little bit more to something than part of the other people could, or, you know, you just need a little bit of a one-on-one time with somebody. Um, but I think communication, and this is crazy too, because in premarital counseling, not that you're going to get married to anybody in the trio, <laughs> but you know, it's like the foundation for anything long lasting is communication. And so if uh, that's kind of just where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm thinking very similar here. Um, I'm, Another side question popped into my head. I'm wondering, so you said that your mom had the two phases of kids, right? Yeah. So in the first phase, I assume that's where you were. 
you're among the older of the of the of the uh, ten kids. Group one or t- eleven. Eleven oh, kids. Yeah, I'm okay. group one. Okay, so did you and your brothers? How how many brothers are in that group one that are in older? So there is four. Okay, me, Zach, Mike, and Josh. Okay, so did you and your brothers ever share friends? Would there ever be a situation where Josh and Micah were invited, but you and Zach weren't? And it was like a, oh, thanks for the invite type situation. I think that's where this guy is afraid of afraid of doing. Like He's like, hey, what if I invite Jordan over, but I don't invite Theron over? Is Theron going to think like I don't like him? Is he going to think that we're going behind his back? Like... That's kind of where my my mind went when I when I saw this question. No, that's a really good perspective on it because yes, um, and there is a bigger age gap between me and Micah and Josh than there was with me and Zach because you know we're only a, a year and a couple of days apart. Sure. And so we did have similar friends, or you know, we shared friends per se, and there were definitely instances where you know he was extended an invite where I wasn't, and then. It, you know, it just got to a point where I was like, you know, both of us really just got to develop some thick skin. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that, you know, it might not be. And I guess this is kind of where my perspective changed too, was I, you know, you, you can come up with reasons in your own head of, you know, it's, it's fine. You know, he probably needed this, this, and this with, with sure. Zach. So I'm cool with it, you know? Yeah. And I'm not you know, like Jedi mind tricking yourself into being okay with it mm-hmm. versus going to the absolute worst possible scenario. You know, so-and-so hates me they yeah. like Zach more than me. Sure. I mean, it's really easy to bounce down those paths. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've definitely been there. Right. But if you come up with a reason in your own head as to, ah, you know, they probably had some stuff they were wanting to work on, you yeah. know, big deal. I'll get the invite next time. And yeah. then you can kind of keep an eye out and see, okay, is this going to, just a pattern that's developing. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to notice that, you know, this is happening over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So then, then maybe that's when it becomes a talking point Yeah, like, or just a moving on point. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think that if it becomes a pattern and you see that Jordan and, and Josh are inviting you out or are going out with each other more often, or I'm sorry, for, from this person's point of view, like if, if him and Josh are going out, but not inviting Jordan, if you guys do that, four or five times in a row, uh, Josh is going to start to think some of these thoughts that me and Theron have brought up, but what have I done wrong? Yeah. What have I done? What did I do? What did I say? You know, all of the above, but I think what you said at the, at the top was perfect. Just communication. Um, I wish, I I wish I, I wish I knew these people's ages, right? Cause if it was like, if they're in like high school, I'd be like, ah, dude, get over it. You're in high school. But if it was like, yeah, we're young adults and like, Mm -hmm. You know, Theron and Jordan are going to the, you know, the bar three or four weekends in a row and they haven't asked me once, like, maybe like, maybe it's worth extending the question like, hey, Theron, what, you know, maybe I tag along and maybe you say, oh, me and Jordan, it's a tradition that me and Jordan go out every Thursday night. Right. And then I think, oh, so I didn't do anything wrong. This is just a Jordan and Theron thing. And you make a really good point too about the, like, what kind of maturity level are we dealing with here? Because if it's too low you can't have a mature conversation about it versus if you are at that level and it's not so much of a you know taboo kind of thing to do sure um because yeah i can definitely see how like in high school this could be looked at like yeah you know like you're backstabbing your best friend or right, something right right yeah. versus you know if you're you're into your adulthood you know it's like a 
you know, it's just easier to have those kind of conversations, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. So, like we said at the top, I think communication's the best. Just just communicate with them. Be honest. Like, if, if so-and-so asks, if the one person that's not being included asks and says, you know, why wasn't I invited? Just be honest. Like, say, I, I wanted to get some one-on-one time with with my pal or, or, or with my brother or, or, you know, whatever. So and I think Theron said it best, communication. Communication. And to that point, too, you know, if it's a if it's a great friendship, if there's something deep there, then that shouldn't be a huge um, point of contention or, like, conflict, you Correct. know? Because if, if, if the bond is strong enough, it'll it'll withstand that. So I know it can right. kind of be scary, like, oh, crap, I have to go talk to Jordan yeah. about why we're not hanging out with, why we didn't hang out with him this time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of scared of how he's... No, I mean, if you guys are, you know, if y'all are tight, then shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, this might come off... I don't know, but you don't know, you don't know Jordan anything. I mean, if, if you want to go have one-on-one time with Bobby, then go have one-on-one time with Bobby. But if, if he asks, don't lie to him. Be honest right. with him. Just be like, yeah, I just wanted to hang out me and him. You did nothing wrong. Just just want to hang out with my boy one-on-one. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Theron, <laughs> I, I love that. That's that a great transition. <laughs> Theron, you want to you hit me with one of yours? All right. So this is a question that has come up to me a lot. So I didn't actually have to go out to the internet to this for this one, just because I know it's what a lot of people deal with. And it's, how do I deal with my friends judging me? Mm. All right. So here's kind of the basis of this. Right. How do you know your friends are judging you? Right. Because there's, there's two sides of this coin, right? There's the, there's the act of them judging you, which is something you can point to. And you, you know, it's something you've seen and witnessed. And then there's the mental side of it where it's like, I feel like they're judging me. Right. And this might be a bigger deal for, you know, females than it is for males. Right. Because guys, generally speaking, are a little bit more dismissive about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's still important. Right. No one likes to be judged. No. And what are your thoughts? That's a really good question. How do I deal with my friends judging me? Part of me wonders. Where did you find this question first off? Is somebody asking this on like on somewhere, or did you just come up with this question? I just came up with it. Well, that's really good. Um, honestly, well, let me ask you a, a question in response. How do you know they're judging you? Like that, what you just said. How do you know? That's like, is it like an audible like Logan? Those shoes again, and it's not like a joking banter like Logan. Those shoes again, really, dog. Right. It's like. Really? All right, Logan, you're wearing those ugly ass shoes again. I was like, what? Do you not have any other shoes? Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't so, know. If personally, if if my friends started doing like that stuff to me, I'm very. <laughs> Catherine might laugh in the background when I say this. I'm very non-confrontational slash very confrontational. <laughs> like I don't like conflict, but if it happens and I get heated, let's go. Let's go. But I would maybe be like Theron. Why are why, why are you guys doing this? Why, why are you calling me out? Why are you singling me out? It feels like I'm the, the outsider. It feels like I'm the third friend from my first question. Like, why are you guys going out of your way to single me out? Um, I think it goes back to communication again. I'd just be like, why are you guys messing with me? What's, what's going on? Yeah. For me, it's like I'm, I'm almost like so dismissive of people's judgments because I've just, I don't know. 
because you know people like I and it's practically most of my life now you can I you know I can see I can tell when people are looking at me you know trying yeah. to figure out why this guy not what's this guy a doing finger? like what's <laughs> what's going on here I want to know real bad what's going on here or and you know people just come to their own conclusions but whenever it's like directly you know why are you wearing those shoes again Theron I'm like I, dude because I want to you yeah. know yeah. it's just it's easy for me to be like I, you know and and if it keeps happening at some point I'm like All right, I don't need this in my life yeah you I know? mean it, it goes back to what I said for the last question it's like after a certain point it's like okay goodbye I'm, right. I'm gonna stop asking you to get dinner if every time we go to dinner you're gonna make fun of my plaid shirt right I, exactly I mean you there's there's life's too short to have negativity all the time Yes, I agree. I'm I'm starting to get more and more in line with that mindset. I'm trying to cut out as much stress and negativity and bad juju as I can. And and I'm a big proponent too of my own my own mental standing. Like if if I don't have to interpret his, those people's words as being judgmental. Sure. Right? I mean that's if 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 I want to you can make anything be judgmental in your own head if, sure. if taken the wrong way. Oh, Theron, I got new glasses. Oh, why is he judging my glasses? Yeah. Right? I mean, or just, thanks, man. Yeah. You know, no, it's no longer judgment. It's a compliment. Honestly, from my perspective, I almost would start taking it like that. Because mm-hmm. if you, because if, if we went out and you started saying like, Logan, that, that hat again, I would continuously on purpose wear that hat. Absolutely. So I could be like, yeah, man. <laughs> yep. Where's your hat? I'm the guy with the hat. I'm the guy with the hat. It's exactly. my thing. I almost think, I almost want to erase my answer from the my from when I initially spoke and say that I would lean into it. Yeah. And kind of. Lean into the punch. Lean into the punch. Because if they're serious, someone would be like, Logan, that hat is actually like really bad. And they'd be like, okay. Okay, well, I don't need you in Whatever. my life anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> if like, you don't like I'm, my hat, then I don't like you. Right. You don't have to keep looking at it, you yeah. know? My hat doesn't like you either. And that's, I think, too, that's a big point for how you can determine if, okay, this guy's cool. Like, yeah. he just leaned into that so good, took it like like a champ and just rolled off of it. Now it's a punchline and everyone, you know, it's a funny thing now. Those are people that you like to have around. Exactly. You know, that exactly. can just make everything fun. There's, I know a few people like that. One of you, uh, one of them, you, not to gas you up, but I've never had, I I think Catherine and I have have said after hanging out with you and your lovely, lovely wife, shout out to Allie. Oh, she's a saint. Oh yeah. And uh, I think we've said after we've gotten done, hung out with you. And I think, I think it was the last time where I said, I don't think I have ever had a bad taste or heard a drip of negativity from Allie or Theron. Well, that makes me feel real, real good. I, I do not think we have ever. Well, we personally have never felt any ill will, or have never thought that you guys just you guys don't talk bad about people. You guys are just good people, and that's something I, I really appreciate you saying that and sure. noticing that too, because that's something that you know I'm a big proponent of. Because, and this kind of leads into the second aspect of that question, but whenever you just assume someone is judging you or sure. talking bad about you, that usually points back to yourself, right? Yeah. Cause you only assume others are capable of things that you can quantify yourself. Right. So I wouldn't expect I, I, the only reason time I'd expect you to fly is if I could fly. Right. If I had sure. to, you know, 
maybe that's yeah. not a really good example. I like it but because you open up a, a can of worms that's almost like, Catherine, you can move things in the background. It's not going to show up, I promise. You keep makes in the face like, oh my God, I hope it, the microphone's not picking it up. It's okay. Shout out to Catherine in the background. But um, it's like, because I know for sure that I've gotten into the car after maybe the first couple times we went to a dinner, at us four, mm-hmm. and I think I look at Catherine and say, do you think they think I talk a lot? Or do you think they think that I try too hard to be funny? But like you said, if you're thinking that yourself, it's almost like you're identifying the problem about you to yourself. Like you, like they say, like the first step to solving a problem is identifying it within yourself first. Yep. So if I go out with a group of people and you guys, you know, make a joke about my hat, maybe the hat is bad or, or you know, maybe I'm, maybe I think the hat is bad because it is bad. Like the IP and pools hat. Right. Follow me on Instagram and you'll see that I post pictures of me wearing this pool. <laughs> it's a great hat. Wearing this hat <laughs> or that just says IP and pools and people judge me for it because some people hit me with like the, oh, that hat again long and I'm like, yep. That's right. Because I'm. That, people, that hat for me, when, when I see it, I'm like, that's a confident guy. I'm, I'm dead serious when I say I pee in pools. And when I wear that hat, I'm peeing in the pool. <laughs> I will just be honest with you. If we go to a pool. And you got that hat you, on, I need you, to get what out. Do you, what are you guys doing next weekend? Are you out of town or are you in town? So I've actually got a bachelor party. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Okay. Lucky. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I say that. But yeah, we're going to be golfing. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And hopefully the weather holds up. Where is it? Uh, it's in the mountains. So oh, here's nice. the thing, especially with with this this groom and just our whole time we've known each other, a friend, right? Because the topic's friends. Sure. We're just not very planned out individuals, <laughs> I don't think. Because like, like I'll get a phone call from, and I'll, I'll call him Jeff. It, Jeff's getting a shout out. Call me up. Hey, bro, flying in on Friday. Can you pick me up from the airport? Oh, dude, you're flying in on Friday. Do you want to stay at my place? Well, I was hoping you'd say that. Oh, cool. And we'll just like nail it, hash it all out. Like, you know, 48 hours that's before amazing. it's supposed to go down. So that's amazing. But yeah, we're going up to, you know, I have, and this is what's so great about modern technology. It's, it's all in my phone. Yeah. And I know I can get to this information. So that's probably why I don't have it at the tip of my tongue. And you know, what's even better is that we talked about it off mic, but it might be in your calendar too. Yeah, it's true. Actually, it wow. could be. Those calendars, calendar, bro. those calendars, man. It all comes back to the calendar. But either way, back to your question. Right, the um, mental side of it. The mental side of it. Because if you're worried about people talking about you behind your back, how often do you yourself talk about people behind their back? I'll be honest, I talk about people behind their back a lot. And that may make people uncomfortable uh, or lose faith in me, but I, I do. But I only talk bad about people... <laughs> When they do bad when they're things. bad. <laughs> when they do bad things. Like I said, like I've we've never thought I've never even like a negative thought has honestly never crossed my mind about you or Allie. That's thank you. That's because you're model citizens. We try to most we try to people out there list. suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't, we didn't even tell people at the beginning how we met. That's a great story. It is a great story. That's who, do you want to do your side of the story and then my side of the story? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll get back. No, actually, let's finish your question, and then we'll get to the story, and then we'll do the rest of the questions. Okay, so basically for, you know, I forgot the question in general. How do I deal with my friends judging me or just people judging me in general is first, you got to look inwards and say, yep. is this, if, if it was what I'm scared of being judged 
for something I judge other people for. Sure. Right? Because if you're a carefree person, like you just take any carefree person in general. Like I'm a generally a pretty carefree guy. I'm usually never worried about people judging me. And I think that's just because I'm not a judgmental guy. You know, people are going to go through stuff in life and it's going to shape who they are as individuals. And so maybe that's, I don't know. I just, whenever I encounter something where I'm like, that was a little odd, but you know, I bet that's rooted in something else, you know, that might not be entirely up to their fault. And I understand that at a certain point, people got to take responsibility for their actions and the things that they say, but I don't know. I guess that's just kind of how I go through things. I, I'm just carefree. And so because I'm carefree, I'm not too worried about judgment. Yeah. And now I understand for our listeners, that might be hard to be like, yeah, dude, just be carefree. Yeah. Because like, it's much easier said than done. Don't but, worry. Be happy, bro. Right. Exactly. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, look inwards, try to work through it in yourself. Why you are worried about being judged for that thing? And maybe look, oh, Am I judging that person for the exact same thing? Or am I quick to judge others? And then once you kind of get over that hump, I think you'll find that it's easier to kind of not worry about what people think of you if you're not too worried about thinking or how you think about other people. I agree. I don't even think I need to say anything because that you just hit it perfectly on the head. <sighs> well, thank you. Plain, <laughs> you're plain welcome. and simple. Plain and plain simple, and, man. That's number two. <laughs> that's number two. I. Uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break and, and talk about how we met real quick. Absolutely. Um, so I worked at Kroger when I first moved to Georgia, like I said up the top after I graduated high school, got a job at a Kroger. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a large grocery store chain. They're called different things in different areas. If you live in the, the Midwest, it's called something. Oh, actually, they have Kroger's in the Midwest. But if you live like up in the Virginia area, Kentucky, they have a lot of Harris Teeter's. I'm just learning this. Okay, Harris Teeter uh, was actually just bought by Kroger, so technically they are under the Kroger branch, but in different places, like they have Smith's in Las Vegas. We were just there. They don't have Kroger's or Publix. They have Smith's. Oh. Um, but either way, it's, it's basically like your, your, your giant grocery store uh, chain. Um, so I get a job there. I'm a cashier, and another woman gets a job there. Well, she had already worked there. Her name's Miranda. Shouts to her. And uh, we were pretty good friends the uh, period of time, the stretch of time that we worked there. And then I got a different job. She got a different job. Started dating this dude, Jordan. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Shouts to Jordan. And uh, that was it. Never heard from her again. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we, got, I, we, we got very lucky enough to be invited to her wedding. And we stumbled into the wedding. We didn't know anybody there except for Miranda and Jordan and one friend. Shout out to Jake. And uh, we were looking for a place. I believe it was after we got our food. Or maybe it was before they served food. Right before they served food. They, right before they served food. Um, we did get a drink. We did get a drink at the little bar. Um, they didn't have also another thing we'll get into it some other time. We have plenty of time to discuss it another day, but I'm allergic to beer. Can't drink beer, so that my only option was like a, like a wine, like a Prosecco or something. And uh, we're, we're looking for a place to sit. We have two options. There's a table against the wall that had a, a couple, a young couple at it, and they looked like they were not arguing, but kind of having an a interesting conversation, so it felt weird to kind of just sit down at them. And then there was a table closer to us at the corner and that's where Theron and his wife were sitting. Uh, and we thought, those people look 
more pleasant. Let's let's take a seat in front of them and, and just hope they don't mind. And we took a seat and then... Uh, hi, Kath- I'm Theron. Hi, I'm Theron. Hi, I'm Logan. Uh, Catherine and Allie, both educators, and it just it just happened, and the just rest clicked. is history. That's that's my point of view. Let's let's hear it from your point of view. All right. So, similarly, except for on the other end of the uh, coin, there, I have a job with Jordan. Okay. Shouts to Jordan, and I just gotten to know Jordan at work um, for a little while. We found out that we had a lot of common interests, so we started, you know, we'd play golf with each other, and you know, just talk all throughout the day and so i got an invite to their wedding through jordan i also work with miranda too um and that's the job she moved to after she left kroger i believe full circle wow (laughs) Um, the dots and so me and ali show up there and yeah we're like again you know me pretty much the only one i'm on you know really good speaking terms with is my wife and so <laughs> we listened to the ceremony and then we, we head into the reception area and we, we were like one of the, we sat at the kind of the back of the um, ceremony. And so we were able to get into the reception hall pretty quick and we found a table and it, I, at that point, you know, every table is almost empty. So it's not like, you know, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to just go try to find a big group of people. So we just sat down at this table and then it felt like a year that we were just sitting there by ourselves, and people would walk by, you know, and they kind of like look down at our table. Cause like Jordan said, it was kind of like right next to this doorway kind of in the corner that everybody walked by and people were just walking by and kind of like looking. And I'm like, you know, Allie and I started like doing some soul searching. Like, do we look like mean people? You're like tra- starting to think in, you're looking inward. Right. right we're looking in. I'm like, baby, <laughs> we got to start identifying some problems with ourselves here. Nobody <laughs> wants to sit with us. Like, like trying to hide the finger, you know, hopefully you don't like, think yeah, I'm weird. Maybe weirds people out. They're like, oh, that guy's got problems. Like, <laughs> you know, just moving on down the line. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to end up sitting here alone. Like, should we leave? Like, yeah. no, because we haven't said hi to Jordan and Miranda yet. And then our saving grace in the form of <laughs> Logan and Catherine came by. Like, Are these seats taken? Like, no, 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 please, please sit down. Can I get you some water? Some crack? You know, here's some money. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. anything we could do to get some people to sit down. Yeah. And then I remember it was very shortly after, you know, obviously with Catherine and Allie being educators, they're really outgoing people in general and just nice people. Yeah. And so they started talking and I think like, well, like maybe the fourth or fifth thing out of each of their mouths was, oh, I, I'm a, I'm a kindergarten teacher. Oh, I'm a yeah second grade teacher. Second grade yeah. teacher. And I was like, oh, perfect. Because yep. I remember, because I listen when my wife speaks. Yes. And she said that all teachers are similar, right? You have to be a certain personality type to be a teacher. You do. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. That, And then, so obviously, the ladies are chatting now. Yep. And I'm like, all right, let's dig into this Logan guy. <laughs> and so, I like, one of the first things I asked you is, like, what did you go to school for? And it's computer, yeah, computer science. I'm science. like, no way. I was like, because, you know, in that industry, like computer guys, they have yeah. a certain stigma. Oh, where, yeah. You know, people oh, yeah. have I a know. certain stereotype of what they're, what a computer guy is supposed to be, and you don't expect it to be a Logan. Awkward as hell. Right. Well, <laughs> but like, you know, you, you expect a like kind of like a nerdier guy, yeah. right? You know, like just some, you know. You can picture him in your head right now. Exactly. You picture the guy, and it, it's not me. Right. Exactly. And so I was like, oh man, this is my kind of guy. Yeah. You know, but, and then, you know, we just started digging in and 
talk about tech, talked about all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. I mean, just conversation just flowed easily. Yeah. And you know, here we are doing a podcast together. Yeah. You know? I mean, however it, I mean, long ago that was, a year at least. Was it a year? I didn't. November. November. Wow. November. Feels like it's been longer than that. It does. You guys have been in our lives ever since November. Really? October? Oh, was it October? Jordan and Miranda. Yeah. When did y'all get when married? When did you guys get married? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we know. Like that, that, that date will go down in infamy. Yeah. For, for us and for you guys. Yeah. You guys got married, but we, we married in a sense, another couple in, right. in finding how great they are. And now Miranda and Jordan are, it's come full circle. Now they're starting to do things with us. And now we're That's like right. a trio. And now it's just it just works out. We're gonna have to get Jordan in this third seat at some point. At, at some point, you gotta think to he'd be happen. game. I I think so. I think he would be. He 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 actually talked to me today. He was like, "Dude, I see you're doing that podcast," and he put the little he? fire emoji on it. Hey, I okay. Like, I was like, "This guy, this guy, this guy." We'll get you on here, Jordan. Don't just don't you wait. Just we gotta establish ourselves first. Hold those horses, <laughs> right? Mind if I uh, go forward with my third or my second question? Second question. Fire. My second question. The third question overall. Okay. Another situation here. This one's a little different, so let's uh, let's buckle up. Uh, this says 22-year-old male friendship advice. So we get uh, an age uh, reference here. Okay. Says here, one of my really good friends who is a girl and I had sex last night. We were both very drunk and both kind of regretted it in the morning. We talked later that day and we agreed to just be friends and not do that again. I feel like since we did, it's going to be weird between us. So it says, I feel like since we did it, it's going to be weird between us. Any advice on how to try to make things go back to normal? So the the way that he's writing this in the tense when he says it's going to be weird between us, it's almost like he's writing this that morning. Right. And he's like, oh my God, I screwed up. What do I do? Um, if you don't mind if I jump right in. Go for and it. Just say it's never going to be the same. I'll say that it. I there, agree. there are two phases of your friendship. There was before the sex, and there is now after the sex. You, this was posted two days ago. Wow, how funny! Maybe he is hearing this. <laughs> um, it that it's a tough thing to accept because I'm picturing like childhood best friends, like lived in the same neighborhood, took baths together. Mom and mom are best friends. Dads go golfing together. I'm picturing like really tight friends here and they did it. Uh, so, and it's interesting too, because even if you're like, because you know, like in, in high school, maybe, you know, they just meet each other and then, you know, they, they just feel like they have a lot of common interests and so they're friends. But yeah, uh, it's, I don't think it can ever be the same. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of, of, and this is where I might differ from your perspective a little bit is I don't, especially now that I'm married, I I don't think that it's possible for a married man and even a single woman or another married to have like a, like I would never go seek out some lady to be like, let me confide in you, you know, like, and, and just kind of start something real. And maybe that's cause like I'm just, a friendship. Right. What? Or even like a best friend. Kind like of if thing. you met a girl at work and you guys just clicked, you'd still just be like, ah, she's a coworker. Right. Okay. Right. And it would be like, I don't know because it that sounds it sounds like I'm just like against having a conversation right female friend and that's not what I'm saying I'm I'm more than I even Catherine I consider to be a good friend yeah but like I don't know I if if my brother's 
you know, girlfriend was ever like, oh, I'm in the, na- like, I'm right down next to your work. You want to, I'd be like, no, I will, I will not be grabbing <laughs> lunch with you. You know, if my sister was like, Theron, I've heard so much about you. Let's, let's meet up and, and just get to know each other. You'd be like, ah, nah. I'd be like my wife is coming. Or, or you know, <laughs> like if, if my wife's wow, on board with coming too, I mean, I, I understand that that might seem old fashioned, no, right now, I, but that's just kind of, and, and I've taken heat from that for that, for, you know, voicing those opinions at work too. But I mean, that's, are you? Am I? You're taking heat for that. Well, I work? have taken heat for oh, that. Oh, you have. Right. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Not like you know, but just yeah, like you, coworkers yeah. roasting each other yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh, Theron don't won't talk to any of us ever R- since he got married. Right. No, that's. But I don't know. Yeah. Especially when you throw that kind of. Th- I think it's impossible, or it's very, 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 very rare for a man and a woman to have just a friendship because at one like someone. One of the two is always going to have that in the back of their mind. Yeah. I don't, I don't a hundred percent disagree. I don't think it's easy. Like when you see in the movies or you see sitcoms or, or whatever, and and you see a guy and a girl are best friends and girls are like, we can, they can be, and it's different from a girl's perspective. Right. So a girl can be like, they don't have guy brain. No. Cause if I'm going to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, if I had a friend of a girl growing up, chances are I wanted to date her, kiss her, something, something, right? Shout out to all my female friends growing up. That's all are at me. When I'm I was kidding, don't I'm engaged. <laughs> when I was when I was single and working the at the <laughs> <laughs> when I was single and working at the bounce house where I met Allie. What? Like, uh, yeah. Excuse me. Can you run back that line one more time? Oh, when I was single and working at the bounce, bounce house. That's right. Oh my God. The rest of the episode is canceled. Uh, <laughs> Talk to me about you. The we, bounce house. No, we, we gotta, we gotta get through our questions. We, we, we can't learn everything about each other. Oh, right. I'm going to write that. I'm going to table yeah, that one for next week. Okay, okay. But now I know it's coming. Yeah. Now you do. Okay. All right. Um, so when I was working, we're both single okay. and I'm like, man, I, this blonde chick, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like absolutely. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, I, the only purpose for that friendship for me was like, let me figure out if this girl's dateable. Yeah. You know? And so I, but I, even before Allie, I'd never had like, oh, you know, oh, she's just my Caitlin. Me and Caitlin go way back. She's like my little sister. Yeah. Like, no guys do not have that. No. And if you do, you're lying. And also ladies, don't don't call a guy. Oh, he's just like my big brother. Oh no, man, dude. That's if you tell him that. Like you see the you see the Instagram post. It's just like he's such a brother to me, and I almost want to reply like R.I.P. in the comments. Like this dude was just heartbroken today. Oh man, like, dude. Ugh. You yeah. It's just, it's for, not going for, back to normal. No, it is not. It is not. And you, there's not much of an advice you can give here. It's you're I, asking. I gotta ask. Did did you not see this coming? Yeah. I, was this ever a thought that could like, man, I wonder if one day, you know, we'd end up well, doing I'm, this. Well, or, I'm surprised that it says they both regret it. So maybe they're that tight. But honestly, I feel like this dude was just like, yes. Like, right. like <laughs> maybe she'll fall for me now. Yeah. I'm surprised that it didn't go that direction for him. If they're that close, if they're that good of friends, then why don't they date? I, I, I don't know. We don't have that context, but yeah, man, I, I don't think it's going, um, it's never going to be the same. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, you're just going to have to buckle up and 
if the friendship dies, that's really unfortunate, but you just got to do your best by not, if, if you truly want to move on, just don't acknowledge it and just move on. It happened, but it's going to be really difficult. And here's the thing too, and this is kind of like what I've told my little sisters, right? Because I, I, I don't know. That's just kind of the perspective I take with some of the some of the things that sure. I encounter. Was like, how would I advise my little brother or my little sister in this area? It's good perspective, right? Because you have an Im- immense amount of care for those individuals sure. in your life. And I, I've told my like Miriam's like I just want to have a guy best friend, right? Because they're a good time and they're funny. It's like Miriam, that just complicates a relationship, mm. right? Whenever you have so much opportunity to have other girls in your life that are uplifting and encouraging you in the right ways and y'all can share laughs, you have common interests, you're going to go through the same things mm-hmm. or similar things. Like, you know, do you think some high school dude is like, man, I really wish I could just hear about all this girl's drama in her life and maybe I can give her advice on it. Like, yeah. no dude's just... her shoulder to cry right, on. Right, yeah, and but nothing more. I just want to be a shoulder to cry. It's not happening. Unfortunately, princess... Every guy, maybe not every guy, but most guys have an ulterior motive. Oh, yeah. And you know, do you know who Nick Vile is? I've heard the name. Ex-Bachelor contestant. Uh, Don't ask me why I know this, okay? I'll tell you why I know this, because my wife likes The Bachelor. bachelor. Right, and by extension, I... Watch The Bachelor. ...am subjected to The Bachelor, okay? (laughs) So this dude started a podcast, and he was faced with a similar question from one of his listeners, and he straight up told her, No. Will never be the same. Never be the same. And he went as far as to say as guys and girls cannot or should not try to be best friends. Because somebody yep. is going to be thinking that. Yep. Like, and it's just. Someone's going to like each other. Right. Or like the other. There's going to be feelings deep down. Yep. It's right? going to be, it's going to suck. But, uh, and it's almost though like it can, but like I said, if there's two single individuals, it can be such a good foundation for. You know, it could that because you think about marriage, you, you're supposed to marry your best friend, right? And so, if you have that existing friendship there, but it see now we're just going in circles at this point. Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, it, it's not happening. It's buddy. not happening, dude. <laughs> you're not getting married to this chick. No, all right? you're not going to get married. Especially if you're never have sex both, again. Yeah, if you're both regretting it at this point. That, Maybe that you need sh- to look inward and figure out why you regretted it and why she regretted it. Yeah. Well, you'll have to definitely look outward for why she regretted it. But yeah. Uh, do you think that the next girl you date is going to be okay with y'all continuing a friendship? <sighs> Ooh, that's a real good question. That's another can of worms. Something that's, to consider. Is this something you tell your next girlfriend? Like, hey, me and Sam been together since birth, but... We drunkenly had sex once. Were they even drunk though? Drunk on life. And I don't think I don't think I don't think new girlfriend's gonna care what the blood alcohol level was. Nope. She just cares that she, the that's all she's committed. gonna see. Catherine's that's all she's gonna have. Grinning because think. she knows it's true. Mm. Theron, would you like to hit us with your next question? Yeah. These are great questions. These are great. We're having a lot of fun. All right, are you having one, fun? I'm having fun, dude. Okay, good. Like I said, when I got here, I, I like to talk. My biggest problem is just finding people to listen to. Hey, to me. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, well, and if no one else listens, your 10 other siblings are. I can always play this back and listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded so sad and so lonely. <laughs> um, all right. So my next question did come from Reddit, and okay. I'm paraphrasing a little. Okay. 
I have a problem of comparing myself to my friends. Mm. So kind of somewhat similar to, to the first one that you asked about judging. Yes. Right. So I, maybe I'm thinking about it differently because I don't think I would have gone out and sought a question. Ah, Let's see. So when I think of a problem comparing myself to my friends, I'm not worried about them judging me. Right. Or I'm not, it's not even about judge. If anything, I'm looking at myself and seeing what's in their life and what's lacking in mine. And maybe that's where my discontent comes from. Because at the end of the day, if you're considering it a problem to compare, right? That would imply that you are lacking something, right? Someone, so-and-so has something that you do not. And, and that's a, you know, a point of depression for you or something that gives you anxiety or makes you feel less than. Sure. So how do you stop doing that? Logan, that was his question is how do I stop comparing myself to your friends? Right. Yeah. I think we can, it's almost like all of these questions are weaving with that within each other. Cause first of all, you need to look inward and figure out why you're comparing. Right. Um, I compare myself to my friends often um, in, in thinking like, like when me and you and Jordan are ever together, you guys talk about golf and how you guys enjoy the game of golf. And I enjoy the game of golf to an extent too. I'm just nowhere as good as you guys are. And I think, man, I wish I was better so that I could willingly ask if I could tag along and make it a threesome, mm-hmm. but not the whole time think, oh my God, we're being held up because of me. I'm slowing these guys down. So I do that. I do stuff like that often, or I compare myself to my friends' jobs. Like, hey, my friends are paid more than I am. What That's about them is one. better than I, you know? Mm-hmm. So how do you stop? I don't know. So I want to help this person. Help right? me. Well, okay. I am this person. I asked this question. Uh, <laughs> so this could, this could come across the wrong way, but it, at some point, right, it, it comes down to, and again, this, this completely depends or relies on the significance of what you're comparing yourself to. Cause if it's just a golf game, right, that's kind of easily obtainable and it's more of a hobby anyway. And it's a hobby that you have to invest time and effort into. So you guys won't judge me if I come play and we turn a three hour game into four hours or five hours. Oh, if it's four or five hours, that's what it usually is anyway. Okay. Cause you got to also account cause there's a foursome in front of us that are probably right. You know, doing the same thing. And at the end of the day, you go out there to golf and have fun, right? Sure. We're not, we're not making money. <laughs> Nobody, true. We're not, we're not going to be lifting a trophy at the end of that. Yeah, um, true. So, but kind of back to what I said about it, it takes everything pr- pretty much that you want to have and obtain will take effort and motivation, right? Yeah. And so maybe it's less of a comparing yourself to that person versus looking at, Okay, what are they doing, right? Because I'm a big proponent of, you know, I, I can do anything, yeah. right? You can, and, and I mean... And so can I. Right, exactly. You can do anything you set your mind to, right? Sure. Obviously, I can't have 10 fingers, all right? That's like physically Jeez. impossible for me. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> ah, there it goes. Finger card. Jeez. Uh, but, you know, to a certain extent, you can achieve just about anything that you put your mind to. Yeah. Right? So it just comes down to if you don't like... 
if you don't, if you notice something that someone else has or is doing that you are not, right, that's just going to take a little bit of effort on your part sure. in order to get to a point where you can have that as well, right? If you want, I, I know a, a job is a big thing, but sure. there's so many facets of a job and just making money that you have to factor in. Like, for instance, how much of a social life? Sure. Or does this person that you're comparing yourself to? I know yeah. they make a lot of money, but how much of a social life do they have? Where what's the stress level associated to? You yeah. know, is there a good work life balance? Right. You know, does their job require a lot of, you know, extra hours, a lot of critical thinking? Whereas your current job or whatever you're doing, do you have a lot of free time? Do you enjoy that free time? Right? Because right. they might be looking at your job like, man, man. Uh, they're, they seem like they got it made in the shade. Yeah. I've never seen Logan sweat once, ever. I've never heard him have a bad day at work, right? Because that's maybe the kind of thing that they're looking at you for. Sure, sure. That's, that's so, a good perspective. Right, and I'm not condoning, like, you know, someone who's just lazy and they're, they want something that someone else has, but they're not willing to put the work in for it. Like, I, I don't agree. think that's where this question's coming from. Nah. I think it's more of the person who's just like, man, why, you know, looking enviously at someone someone or something that someone else has um and you can have that too if you want it but it has to align with your interests and your priorities yeah i think i think you're right i think that's i think that's perfect i don't think it gets better than that well thank you logan <laughs> move on to the next one yeah dude let's see here this is the last one of mine this is kind of goes back to my last one too, and it's kind of somewhat in the same, uh, same wheelhouse. So we have a friend of mine knows that I hate a girl at work, yet as soon as he sees her Instagram, he doesn't hesitate to tell me he's going to send her a DM on Instagram because he finds her hot, and doesn't ask me to introduce him to her. We don't have anything going on, and I even told him that he can ask out any girl he wants. It's his life. But what rubs me the wrong way is that he has zero consideration towards my feelings about my hatred for this girl and just thinks about himself. Is this sign of a toxic friend? Wait a second. Is this so, a girl who has a guy friend? He sees her Instagram. I think this is a guy. I, I don't know. I This might be a girl... Who's got a guy friend that wants to? She so she's got this coworker who is apparently hot, and her one of her guy friends is like, "Why don't you know? You should introduce me." Is that am I following this right? I wish we knew the gender of this person, so right. that would make it honestly a little easy. Hey, let's make it hard. We'll do one for the. Well, let's just assume for the first part of the question, it's a guy, and the second <laughs> part, it's a girl. You can seek responses. <laughs> and this one just says, I honestly think your friend is a horny idiot. Oh, tell me what you really think. <laughs> I think this is a girl. I think OP, it is a girl. Because you can see their little avatar. And this, hey, maybe I'm assuming. But their avatar has long black hair with okay. eyelashes. We're just going to we're just going to assume. I'm going to assume this is a girl that's okay. posting this. Um, uh, do you remember your last question? Copy paste. No, I'm copy just, paste. No, um, um, no let, yeah. I mean, uh, this. It it sounds like this is like oh, I hate that bitch over there, but my friend really wants to get with her. Is he she, not considerate of the fact that I don't like her? 
No, absolutely he's not considering that. No, absolutely he's not. not. Do you think he's in the wrong here? Uh, I can't fault the guy. Like I, I mean, this is, goes back to what I was saying too. Like, it's gonna be hard to maintain a friendship with someone of the opposite sex if the long term goals of the friendship are not, you know, maternal compatibility. Sure. Did I say maternal or mm-hmm. marital? You said maternal. Oh, uh, <laughs> not maternal. All right. We're not trying to figure out who's going to be a good mom. <laughs> well, maybe you are. Maybe that's part of the hey, pros and cons. That's part of it, man. I mean, hey, it was for me. Um, but should be marital, right? Marital compatibility. Yeah. Um, and so, no, I can't fault the guy. You know, if he's now, I don't. If it, if she's got some major character flaws that's causing this chick to hate this girl, then maybe that's something you talk about. But. No, I, I mean, I, dude's going to dude, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think this guy's doing anything wrong here. Um, this would be a... I, I might have a different answer if this guy... I would have a different answer if the situation was this. If... Let's just put me, you, me, you, and Catherine are in the same room. Let's just put us three in this hypothetical situation. You work with Catherine, but you hate her. But I really am into Catherine, so I'm going to go for her. I see nothing wrong with that. No, not at because all. Because it's not like you and Catherine have had a romantic past. Right. Now, if you have had a romantic past, and I'm still trying to go for someone that you hate because you had a romantic past with and it didn't go well, then I might see where... Because then you go, you cross the line of like, don't date your friend's ex-girlfriend or right. don't, you know, hook up with your friend's ex-boyfriend, you know, whatever. But as of right now, this guy has done nothing wrong to me. And when you're talking about, you know, that scenario, right? If I've just got a ginormous beef with Catherine, maybe it's, I, I would probably express to you why I had that beef, right? If we're on that level of friendship. I think you're right. Yeah. And and that'd be that'd be something that you would want to be like, hey, did you know this, this, and this? I, there's some red flags here. You know, I feel like I wouldn't be doing my duty as a bro if I didn't fill you in on some of this. But, I mean, that's that's just if we're dealing with a, a dude having this kind of issue. Yeah, I don't think this guy has done anything wrong, to be honest. No. I, I think... I, I mean, that, any way you slice it, no. No, I mean... Let's let's put this in a, in a perspective of let's say that this guy shoots a shot with this guy's coworker and they land on the right feet they start dating they start a relationship and and he starts bringing her around right like they start doing dinners like me you and Allie and Catherine are doing and he wants to double date but you keep saying no because you hate the girl and then this drives a wedge in your friendship like at what point do you have to squash whatever beef you have with this girl and move on like are you mad because she's almost like you're insecure that she's hotter than you or are you mad at her for a legit reason does she treat you like crap at work like this is good i wish there was more information here yeah and well at the end of the day unless this person's like wronged unless this chick has wronged this this question asker yeah then I don't understand what the problem is. You know, if 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 it's something serious, then you'd think it had come up between her and this guy. Sure. But if it's, you know, if it's just, a, you know, a 
a judgment kind of thing. Just see part one of the podcast. You yeah. Know, like Look <laughs> inward. Yeah. Figure out why right. you don't like this person and maybe right. reflect and help. Who knows? Maybe you reapproach this person at work and things just go much different. And yeah. You're take like, a wow. stab at it. Right. You know? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Just invite her to coffee. Yeah. Talk to her. Yeah. Get to for know. all you know, you're really good friends with this girl. For all you know, she, you know, same, she gets her nails done at the same place as you. She loves the same movies. She loves the same coffee shop. Y'all are Check just it got out. so much in common. Yeah. Absolutely. Theron, you want to hit us with your last one? I do. How did you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I almost feel like it was coming. All right. So this one, I feel like both of us should be able to talk about this one. I'm this excited. It's kind of generic, but okay. also like gives us a, a little bit of a chance to share our perspective in our own way of going about this. Let's do it. How do you make friends and how do you keep them? This is a really fun question for me. Um, I feel like I keep answering them first. Is that okay? Can I, can yeah, I, can yeah, I go? That's... So as I stated, I, uh, I moved around quite a bit as a kid. Um, I moved around 10 times growing up. We moved every two or three years as a kid. So, hmm. and I gotta say whenever I think it was at your birthday party, whenever I first learned this, I was like, I could totally see it. Really? Oh yeah. You, you just pick up conversations so quick with everybody. Well, I love that. I, I yeah. appreciate you bringing that up. I, I, my parents like to think that, um, and you can tell with my parents too, like talking oh, yeah. to my dad, like oh, my dad can talk a, to a brick wall, yeah. like absolutely anything. Like we can talk, we, we consider ourselves very social people because we have forced, we have been forced by the company that, you know, treated my dad so well through his career. We have been forced many a times to start over and it's, it's been tough, mm-hmm. but and the toughest aspect is the fear of like, oh my God, I got to introduce myself again. I got to right. re, I got to start over every two years again and make friends. And that's like a huge point. Of like, I mean, think about it. You're, you're, you're a kid, mm-hmm. you know, that's a lot of anxiety going into the first day of school or, imagine, you know, imagine a 12 year old, your parents are just like, Hey, we're packing our bags. And by the way, don't get too close with these people. Cause in two years we're leaving them too. Man. So I don't remember how I did it when I was young, but about to the point when I was in middle school is when I, I moved so much that honestly all my memories started blending together. So I don't even remember my friends from pre middle school. So, which I don't, maybe, maybe a lot of people don't. That's a long time ago. I remember ago. every one of my really? friends. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, Catherine, probably, do you remember your friends from middle school? Okay. Say, wow. I do not. I was homeschooled. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's right. You were, weren't you? I was. That's right. Okay. Well, there's so much that we're going to learn about each other in this process. I'm I'm excited. Oh, dude, this is going to be a good podcast. This is, dude, I'm honestly saying this is one of the best ones I've ever recorded. The most fun I've ever had. That's, this is the most fun I've ever had doing a podcast. Can we do this every day? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Our wives might not, or not my wife yet, but uh, our, our, our wives might not like are, it. Are my, they, you know, when you get married, there's a certain obligation to spend time with each other. I'm not I, married and she still expects that. Oh, hey, I, I've been there, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe we get them on a podcast together. Just them two. Dude. Ooh, special bonus episode. Allie and Catherine going back and forth about questions. Would she do it? Teaching styles. Do you think she would? Maybe. I, I, I'd have to ask her. Would you do it, Catherine? So she's, huh, maybe. We got a maybe. 
I'd have to talk to Allie about that. Maybe we just have two female co-hosts stepping in and they are unnamed. Right. We don't know who they are. No. I have no idea. I should cut this line out. I'm not going to. Um, so honestly, I think when I was older, like we moved and the toughest move for me was moving in between sophomore and junior year of high school. Because oh, by yeah. the time you hit junior year of high school, most people have their friend groups established. Like freshman year, everyone's kind of warming up, talking to everybody, meeting everybody. Then you get sophomore year where people are kind of getting comfy. And then junior year, people are set in their friend groups. Right. Oh, it's hard to break through at that point. It's really hard to break yeah, through. Yeah, because it's, it's, high school is so clicky. How did you do it that? Is. So honestly, they my friends came to me in, in high school. Shout to Mitch. He hosts Mitch and Austin to my high school buddies. They host the sports podcast on, on watchdog. It's called dude. What about sports? And, or as they like to say, dude, what about sports? Um, but they came to me. Uh, I had a couple classes with Mitch. I think we rode the same bus. Um, so they were constantly like in my view, like, but I never approached them because I was like, honestly making friends in high school so hard for my first like two months of school. I sat alone. Mm -hmm. It was tough, especially in high school. Um, but they came to me and I got a job at the local movie theater, you know, behind the concession stand and all of those guys, Mitch and Austin and all their friends went to the movies every Friday night after a football game. And I was always working because I didn't know anybody to go to the football game with. Sounds so sad. <laughs> um, junior year Logan was so sad, yeah. but eventually I think at the movies, it was a slow night and all those guys came in and said, hey, you ride the same bus as us or hey, you have a few classes with us. Next time you're off, do you go? Do you want to go to the movies with us? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And that led to an incredible friendship with all of those guys. So they came to me. Um, so I can't really speak on how I made friends. I just like to talk. I I'm like you. I like to talk to people. I get to know yeah. people's stories. Um, but how you keep friends is where I think I shine. Right. I really do. Um, people who are in my life can, I hope, attest to this. Attest means back up, right? Right. Like, yeah. Back me up. Okay. I attest. Okay, bet. Um, <laughs> people can attest that I am always the friend that will reach out. I will always say, hey, how are you? Let's do something. Hey, how are you? How's your wife? How's the kids? Hey, how's it going? I miss you guys. Hey, this, hey, that, hey, this, hey, that. Right. I, am, I am that friend. Whereas a lot of my friends are bad at, at doing that. I'm guilty of that. I am I am so guilty. You're of, better than most. Dude, I just feel, and this is, that's where you shine is where I'm like, ah, oh, dude. I, and I feel like I can keep friends, but when you talk about making friends, I feel like that's, that, I mean, it takes two to tango, right? You can't force someone to be your friend or trick someone into being, yeah, you could probably trick someone into being your friend. I don't know, but it doesn't happen all the time. Um, but keeping friends, like you say, reaching out, like I'm just, and everybody in my circle, I feel like, and you're probably learning. <laughs> I am just, I don't know. I think it's because my wife thinks I have underlying ADD or ADHD. I have ADD. Oh. Or had ADD in late high school, early college. I probably, I don't know. My study habits are bad as is. And when I try to focus on stuff, I'm just, anyway, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not very good at being proactive of just being like, hey, what's going on? 
You know, like I'm a face to face kind of guy. And I think that's, that's how I've always been. And I've never adapted to social media or, you know, just putting myself out there like that versus, you know, like I get in the same room with people and, you know, that's, that's where I'm, that's, that's my bread and butter. Okay. Um, but keeping friends, there does have to be, and I think that's something too, that me and Allie were so like driven to do with you and Catherine because we really did hit it off really well at that wedding. And it's like, yeah, this is, you know, this is, these are good people to be around, you know, let's not let this flounder. So, I mean, like to your point, you gotta, you gotta be proactive about getting out there and, you know, put, making yourself vulnerable. Like for me, that's what I had to do. I, I had to understand like, okay, this, if it's something that you want to happen or, you know, you want to pursue, you gotta, you know, you gotta put, you got to put one foot in front of the other and go get it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, just do it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, trying to think. Um, and it, and, it, and it's different for for girls, too, like my sister. You know, girls are, I've heard, more judgmental than guys are. I mean, girls are really hard on each other. Oh, yeah. Um, because girls are always comparing, like, the beauty standards and the body types and you know, maybe in our gener or maybe in our younger siblings' generations, body shaming is less of a thing. But back when we were in middle school, it was it was ruthless. You it know, it could be worse now. It, it could especially be. with because, yeah. That's a really good point. I hadn't with, thought of it like with that. TikTok with, and with how with how much social media is in everybody's face. Yeah, I mean, it's in every aspect of your life almost. Sure, or yeah. in of life in general. Not everywhere you look, life. there's a hashtag right. or a. Right. Whatever. It's the biggest marketing tool. It's the biggest way of expressing yourself. So, I mean, I, I could 100% see how that could be, you know, a, a problem for for females. Yeah. For sure. So, so I don't know how my sister did it. I don't know how, um, yeah, I don't know how that went down, but um, it was it was tough. Uh, but, you know, my siblings and... Uh, and I are all very good at talking to people. We could talk to brick walls. So I think, honestly, if you want to nurse a friendship, and this almost can go back to the last question about having a seeing signs of a toxic friend, I don't think toxic is the right adjective to use, but, um, you know, if, 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 you're, if your friends aren't reaching out to you very often and every time you do reach out to them and they have an excuse, maybe, maybe stop asking them. Right. You know, maybe, you know, everyone's got something going on. You know, the saps are always on vacation, so we can never <laughs> hang out with them. Uh, so we just stopped asking, but uh, <laughs> no. I'm well, just, like I'm just say, kidding. I'm just kidding. I but. think reciprocated behavior is a good barometer to use sure. for if something's there or not, right? So if you're always reaching out to somebody and they're just not reaching or you yeah, know, replying, not responding, okay, that, that's an that's indicator. A, that's a red flag. Right. Versus if you can see there's effort where, you know, I'm not the person who's like... And I'm I'm trying to be that person. You're getting better, right? Honestly, since we met, you've gotten better. But then again, I don't know what you were like before we met. That's true. That's true. I know. I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta name drop Joe. I'm and Joe has talked to me about it too. It's like, dude. And I'm like, bro. I'm. Don't feel bad because this is not who. I, like, I'll go. I will go. Like almost weeks. I feel like without talking to Jeff. You know, really? maybe not weeks, but like days where, we, you know, we're just, but I think we both, cause Jeff's been my guy since high school. And I, I know I said I was homeschooled. I went to public school for two years. I really went three years. I think, I think I went to 
public school in sixth grade and then 11th and 12th grade. I met Jeff my senior year of high school and we've been bros ever since. Um, and yeah, like we won't hear from each other for a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks. And it's just like, you know, I, but that's just how our friendship works. Yeah. So but like if it was happened. like, right. But if I was the kind of guy who needed that sort of back and forth interaction all the time and I was taking offense to not hearing from Jeff for so long, okay, then maybe Jeff's not the right friend for me. Sure. You know? Sure. I think that's well said. But yeah, I mean, if if anyone out there is struggling with making friends, it's tough. I mean, I got a buddy. You've met him, Turner. Yeah. Uh, he moved here from Mississippi. Uh, he, that's where he went to college and went to Southern Miss. He moved here for a job. And now he's about to move again. His uh, The company's moving him to Ohio, and he's about to have to make new friends again. And he's really worried about it. And I was just like, listen, man, you just got to put yourself out there. And when you do meet a friend, really go in on him right. like, or her. But and that's a quick way to him. find out too if 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 something you know if y'all've got a if y'all got common interests or you know a connection or you hit it off if if you, you got it but you got to you know you got to put the legwork in to figure that out yeah you know? exactly so you just gotta got go to a bar that you know if you have a football team that you really like look for a local uh, Turner's a big Seahawks guy look look for a local Seahawks bar like. Look for, uh, it's, you know, a trivia night where you could potentially get sat with a random group or, uh, you know, do things with people to get them. And then once you've got them, keep doing those things. Right. Like we've talked about the past couple of weeks, like, and that's when I texted you the other day saying like, trivia. hey, we, we'd really love to do trivia again. And uh, we'd love to go with Marion and Wes or with or with you and uh, oh, Allie or good people to Jordan and, and, and Wes is smart as hell. So, you know, he'd be really good. That's my problem with trivia is I absolutely almost know no trivia questions yeah I'm, like, i don't i don't I, know much i can't tell you like <laughs> like we were the, the last time i think i maybe contributed one question and you like celebrate it when you get it right oh my gosh if i get it right yeah sometimes i just celebrate it for like man i know a little bit about this topic one time yeah like <laughs> i but, used to go to trivia with my last job and there was a guy that went with us shout out to george he's not listening to this but i uh, he like trained himself like when he's bored he reads books on that is literal just trivia facts Dude. so his brain is filled with just bullshit <laughs> but <laughs> when we're at trivia it's he like, knows everything that's like your he, guy. he knows what babe ruth's nephew's sister's best friend's name is you mean kyle <laughs> yeah oh, no. yeah so um but then like the one time they're like who won the best rap album at the 2019 MTV movie award or awards. I was like, Kendrick Lamar. And when we got it right, I like stood up and like, Oh yeah. You know, my moment in the sun yeah, the roses are flying at me. That's, that's like Chris explosion we, in the background. We talked about Chris. That dude knows stuff. Yeah. He knows stuff. It's you know, you ever sit and watch Jeopardy with people? Yeah. Like, I love to watch Jeopardy. And you see as the no, question is being asked, oh, you look at the person and their wheels are just turning. The only time that I ever like am engaged in Jeopardy, like answering the questions is when they're like college mascots. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got this. Yeah. I've got it on yeah. But like when they're like Shakespeare or art, and I'm like sitting there and I'm just like, Man, Chris, you're impressing me right now. Yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah. It I, sucks. It is what it is. Really? Chris is good at that stuff? Dude, it's he just knows stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. We got to get Chris in there too. We, Dude, I think he would be down for that. I put it on the calendar. 
the calendar, bro. The calendar. I got to use talking. this calendar. Man. Yeah, you got to use well, the calendar. What a powerful tool Apple has given us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who would have thought that um, having a joint calendar with the person you live with or the person you're married to could wait. solve so many questions? Wait. Should you we can, get a calendar? Wait. What? Wait, I'm yeah, starting oh, to, whoa, you just opened a door on. for me. I just blew your mind. Yeah, me and Catherine are in the same joint calendar. And when she adds something, I see it. And when I add something, she sees it. How can I get on this train here? Okay, oh. I will show you off, Mike. I'll have All to right, show yeah, you yeah, when yeah. we're down here. Yeah, when we go offline. When we go offline. Right. But uh, I think that was all of our questions, my friend. I think so, man. That Golly. Went, that went a little longer than I thought. But hey, hey. we had to introduce ourselves. And, That's right. And we, we went in on some questions. We went for an hour and 25. Dude, we were having a good time. Yeah, I could go for an hour and 25 more. I could too. Again, our, our spouses w might not like it, but maybe one day we'll just sit down. Maybe we'll just live stream like six hours of us just answering oh, questions. Geez. By the end of it, we'll just be like, you like Coke or Pepsi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've already played 20 questions 20 times. Yeah, so. really, really. Um, do you have fun? Dude, absolutely. I had fun. That was a lot of fun. I that think was a lot. Of, I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait either. This we honestly should do it tomorrow. Yeah, All right. <laughs> uh, what we could do is by the end, or maybe not, we won't do this every time, but like we said at the top, I think next week, let's prepare questions for each other. I yeah. think that could be really cool because I've got some for you and I'm sure you could think of some for me if you oh, don't okay. already have them already. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that next week. We'll do six questions about um, each other, each other, three, three each and for each other, for each other, for each other, three, for each other or six for each other. No. What did I say? Well, three for each other about each other about yeah three for each other right right thank you no problem husband of an educator <laughs> yeah maybe That's i'll me. get maybe i'll get there one day right <laughs> hopefully <laughs> it's amazing really how different i think like i went over to my brother's apartment i won't say which one okay i went over to my brother's apartment and i'm like dude how what's going on man like what do you mean there's water bottles on the counter <laughs> He's hey. like, yeah, that's where they go. And I was like, well, no, they don't. They go in the laundry room next to the dryer. All right. But I'm like, no, that's sorry. That's really? Just, yeah. Were you a were you like a trash laying around guy? Dude, I, I wasn't a trash laying around guy. Like all my stuff had a spot. Uh, this is how my mom describes it. But it was but it was messy. But it wasn't like it wasn't the spot where it was supposed to be, as determined by my wife. Mm. So when we moved in, Catherine had a saying, uh, and we've only lived with each other for a month and a half or so, so this is still pretty fresh, but when we moved in, she's like, I love that everything we have has a place. And at the end of each night, she was said, she would add on a line that said, and everything is in its place. So like the next <laughs> morning when we wake up and like the TV remote isn't, you see that little blue piece of pottery there that I made when I was in third grade? <laughs> the TV remotes go in there, right? Okay. And a few times I would not end the night by putting the Apple TV remote in there. And the next morning she'd be like, and I'd be like, can I do something for you? She's like, you went to bed last night and you didn't put the Apple TV remote in the remote holder. I was like, oh. And, and I'm, I'm painting a bad picture because she's not super anal about that like all the time. Maybe she, you know. Hey, but right now it's the remote. It could be locking the front door. <laughs> Trust so, me. So that's my problem. Really? I shouldn't be saying this on air, but yeah. <laughs> I will flat go to bed without locking the front door. Didn't you tell us this when we came to your apartment? Yes, and that's why there's a green sticky note 
above the lock that says lock, lock the it. door. Yeah. Is there really? I kid you not. There was a time very recently in my life where mm. I would just, I'd take the dog out. I'd get back in, take his collar off and be like bedtime. That's it. I'm done. Mm. And uh, I would not do that very, very important last step of the evening and lock the door double locking that door man and i'd tell you what and now i grew up in a household where there were always people coming in and out of the oh, door yeah. right i mean there's 95 saps yeah so you can't be locking people out right? no you it's, never know when someone's coming enough, back it's enough of an accomplishment to get everyone to and from a destination oh my god i just realized something how long is your parents driveway well it used to be a mile really oh yeah we lived at the end of a hey what you're digging into next week's questions. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, we used to live at the end of a mile-long driveway. But, yeah, we, we just always had people coming in and out of the front door. And I never, ever lived in a house where we locked the front door. That was the door we used. But I started dating Allie, and their front door was always locked. locked at all times. And we always Even went, overnight, you guys never? Never. Wow. Yeah. I, we're just really trusting people, I guess. I guess you guys are just, you have a lot more faith in people than I do. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> I'm like, that. we meet the next door neighbor and we're like, she, Catherine's like, she's very nice. I'm like, don't trust her. <laughs> At her first chance, she's going to come in here and take our TV. Dude. I, I Yeah, I guess I'm just too trusting of a person. Even like, I wouldn't lock my car. Oh, man. Like, no, I lock my car now. Let me tell well, you. Yeah. <laughs> I lock my car now. All right. Well, dude, you That's, know what's funny is even in high school, I think this is part of my like, ADD or ADHD or something, but I went through a phase where it was horrible. And I actually think it was because of my ADD. Everywhere I went, no matter where I went, I had this thought in the back of my head that said, you didn't lock the car door. And no matter where I was, if that thought popped into my head, it doesn't matter what I was doing or who I was with, I was turning around and going back. There was times that I'm in the movie theater, like previews are starting to roll, and my friends would fuck with me, and they'd be like, "Do you lock the car?" <laughs> and you'd be like, and, and I'd be like, "Oh my night, god!" And I, then you just see smoke down the yeah. movie theater steps, just like my little ass just hauling out to the parking lot to see if I locked the door. And ninety-five percent of the time, it was locked. It was crazy, is and my wife will be hearing this for the first time when this airs. If but she if she she'll listens, go, she'll go, she'll go. Did you lock the door? And I'll be like, "Yeah, I did," but now I got to go make sure I'm second guessing myself. Yeah. And 95% of the time I didn't and I'll get out there and I'll lock it real quick and I'll get back in bed and be like, yeah, it was locked. <laughs> like, like, Cause I just don't want her to worry because no. it's a problem. I need to start seeing that's, somebody about that's it. Like, an guys, issue. Yeah, this isn't, you need, this isn't good. I, I'll tell you what. And real quick though, you talk about your car. Yeah. Most of the time I get back out to my car and it's been unlocked the entire time. And I'm like, oh great. Now I don't have to worry about unlocking it. Like, Oh my God, me and you are two different people. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think like the last thing we do, there's a lot of nights, you know, because, and I'm sure you 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 relate, where your wife goes to bed very early because she's exhausted from dealing with the kiddos. Yeah. And so I'm out here working, like just on my laptop or I'm playing video games or watching a movie or something. And I do this. I, I'm going to show you what I do. So I'm going to be off mic. The people aren't going to be here. I'm going to narrate. I get here. Okay. The door is already locked. Door's already locked. I will unlock it. Unlock the door. Open it. Yes. Shut it. Lock it. Push it. <laughs> and make sure it's turned all the way to the left. Dude. <laughs> I swear, it's... I am very... Not afraid, but just... 
Maybe it is fear. <laughs> Maybe it is, but I'll tell you what, you know, when it comes to locking the door, that's a lesson if learned the hard way. You, you only, never you never have to revisit. You no. only have to learn that lesson once. No, you don't. Mm. Man, that's that's funny. <laughs> I am so I don't know if I'm afraid that someone's gonna come in. I'll tell you what, five dollars a month and I'll come lock your door every night. We might be able to work something out. <laughs> five dollars a night, dude. If I, let's do the math. If I make let's if 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 you pay me five dollars a day for a year, three hundred and sixty-five. I'm making two grand, eighteen hundred dollars. Just 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 locking, locking door. your door. I'm gonna start offering that to people. That's a business, dude. I mean. Yeah, pay a stranger to lock your door every night. <laughs> <laughs> and and all it is is me just having a key to everybody's apartment. You'd be like Amazon Alexa. Wow. And imagine if I turn the key from the and this is the, this is the business model, right? You get a universal key that works with everything. I don't know if that exists. I'm sure it does. It locks and something on my key ring or something says good night. Yeah. And Ooh. so if they're in there working and they hear the good night, they know, oh, Logan's been by. Let me Venmo my $5. I'm telling you, dude, you're about to move. Just give me a new key to your place. Okay. Hey, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, if you hear this, if she listens to all an hour and a half of this, please give me a key to your place. And if you say no, just text me randomly. No. Because at first I'm going to be like, what the hell is Allie talking about? But then right. I'm like, ah, oh, she yep. doesn't want me to lock she her door. She just listened to the podcast. She made it to the end of the podcast. Wow. Um, that's how you know. That's how you test it, by the way. Oh. Like, hey, Zach. Special If code. you listened to the end, text Theron the pineapple emoji. There it is. And if they don't have him, hey, you know, they didn't I know. listen. Then They're I like, know. oh, it was so good. You're like, really? How, yeah. how far did you listen? What was your favorite part? Oh, the whole thing. Did really? You- did you get to the part where I asked you to text me? <laughs> Bro, should I? I've started like 12,000 podcasts. I know this shit, dude. Dude, you do. And I know none of it. And this is great. This, <laughs> this is, is great stuff. Show me the ropes here. I'm learning you the best ways right now. Oh, yeah. We're about to get people. <laughs> <laughs> and the people we're getting aren't even know that, don't even know that we're about to get them. No. No. But I'll tell you what. It's only that's you talk about lessons you only have to learn once. Yeah, absolutely. Then they're just going to fast forward to the end. Yeah, so we got to drop it. That's in the where middle. you hit it in the middle. Yep. Yeah, at the forty-five minute mark, you like, hit them with two. You get yeah. one in the middle. Now nah, we're giving. Well, this is the end of the podcast. You're you put, hit them with one in the middle, mm-hmm. and then you ask them about the one at the end too. Yeah. If you only get one, you know, one response or whatever about one yep. of the texts or whatever. Yep. And you know, there you go, Theron. This was a lot of fun. It was. I am so excited to do this next week. I can't. All the tangents that we've gone off on. Believe it or not, people really enjoy tangents. And, you know, that's what I enjoy. Really? I mean, even in just casual conversation. I do, too. Because it just opens so many other doors and so many different avenues that you can go down. If we would have explored all the different doors and avenues that opened up on this episode, we would be going for another hour. Two more more hours. Absolutely. I'd make it two more hours. Would you? Would you be able to do it for two more hours? I love to talk. I mean, why didn't it, we do this sooner? All, that's all I can plain and simple. I love to talk. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. I love to talk too. Clearly. Sounds like we when were I tell my mom podcasting. on the phone earlier. Yeah, I'm recording a new podcast. She's like another one. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yes, mom, but this one's actually going to be good. Yeah, I promise. <laughs>
I got a good co-host this time. Uh, hey. No shade thrown to my other co-hosts if they hear this. They'd have to make it to the end of the podcast. They sure would. Matt from the Binge Boys. Ooh. You've made it. Matt, you got a call Text out. Text me an emoji of some sorts randomly. Just the smiley face. Give me the smiley face emoji. That's all. I'm going to text you the smiley face emoji. Okay. When I make it to the end of the podcast. <laughs> because I got to be honest. I got to... I got to... I, I, I want to listen to this again. Are you going to listen to it? I'm going to listen to it again. I usually don't, but I might listen to him. I'm well, I'm new to this whole thing. I'm going to take my own advice. I could learn that re-listening to myself is not the thing I need to be doing because I'm just going to like hear my voice and be like, dude, you might get 10 minutes in and think, ah, can't do it. Right. But if Allie's listening to it and she's driving, you can't turn it off. You're going to hear yourself. That's right. Well, everybody, like I said at the top, if you liked what you heard, follow us on Apple and Spotify. It's the easiest way to uh, to make sure that the episodes get delivered to you every Wednesday morning. And the easiest way to share it, honestly, the best way to support us is just to tell someone about it. Tell a friend. That'll preach. That'll do it. All you have to do, and do it as I'm talking to you. Step one, open your phone, unless you're driving, be safe. Go to the Messages app and literally type this to the most recent person that you've talked to. Hey, I'm listening to a new podcast. It's called Plain and Simple. Look it up. It's really good. Logan and Theron, that's it. Just tell somebody every week. If we had 20 listeners and they told one person a day for a whole year, I don't know that math, but that's a lot of listeners. I think that's like a recursive function. Is it 20 people times 365? If they told one person a day, or am I thinking too broadly? No, I think that's, uh, is it 20 times 365? This is a math podcast now. That's what we're going into. Where are educator wives? Next, hey, she, she teaches second grade. Uh, 7,300 is not a big enough number. No, it's not. It sounds like it's too small. Right. I can't ask my, uh, my educator wife. The other day she said, I asked, hey, by the end of second grade, what are kids expected to know? And she said, oh, they're expected to be able to add and subtract fast. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, noted. So when our kids need help with calculus, you're not going to be the one that, uh, that lends a helping hand. It's going to have to be me that have to dust off my old calc books. That's right. Well, until we get there, everybody, follow us on Instagram, plain and simple pod. That's it. Leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes. If you listen on Spotify, we appreciate you and love you just the same. But on Apple they have that rating and review system. All you have to do is go on there and leave that rating and review. I'll put a little tutorial on the Instagram maybe later this week that'll show you just how easy it is to do it. And um, Theron, without further ado, I think we'll see you next time. Absolutely. See you next time. Bye. Bye.